guys! Welcome back to Bubble Tea with B. This is episode four, and I hope you're excited about it because this is the newest episode, and I haven't uploaded an episode in months, in literal months, and I apologize. I definitely do. Like, I left without an Instagram post explaining why I was going to take a leave. I didn't upload a short um, episode saying, oh, hey, I'm going to take a little break. Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. I just didn't post an episode for months. And my friends and my family, they were like, do you even still have a podcast? And I was like, that's a great question. Um, Yeah, I still do. I still plan on creating episodes, making episodes, recording episodes. But honestly, it was just school. It was definitely school that took up a lot of my time. And um, I plan on making an episode about just where I've been, what I've been doing, and how I currently am. And I plan on uploading that hopefully soon. We shall see. (laughs) But honestly, enough about me. I definitely want to introduce to you guys the guest of this episode. Her name is Connie Wee. She is a UCR alum and she was also a member of 80 Pi. And I reached out to her because I thought what she was doing was so cool. She works in media. And even before getting accepted into UCR, I would look up YouTube videos of people who currently attend the campus or attend the university. And one of the videos that I found was from Connie. And I watched her videos and honestly, like, that's how I found her. And then I realized that I joined the same sorority that she was in. And that's how I decided to hit her up because I thought her job was cool and she was a sister. So I was like, homegirl has to be cool. And she totally was. And I really liked my conversation with her. She was very easy to talk to. And I just had a great time, honestly. And before we get into the episode, I want to say a really big, like, thank you. Thank you so much, Connie, for being a guest on my podcast. And I also want to apologize. I am so sorry that it took me this long to edit out this, um, to edit the episode and to release it. Like, it has taken me months and I apologize. It's not because I didn't enjoy the content that we recorded. It was simply because of school. Honestly, it takes up so much of my time. But yeah, without further ado, I am so excited for you guys to listen to this new episode with Connie. She's amazing. And yeah, enjoy. Hi, Connie. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for waking up early and meeting up (laughs) with me. I appreciate it a lot. Of course. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh my God. Yay. I'm excited that you're (laughs) excited. Okay. So I want to officially welcome you to Bubble Tea with B. And. Please tell me what your favorite bubble tea is. 
My favorite bubble tea is definitely the sea salt jasmine green tea with boba from 85. I've <laughs> never been there. Is that in SoCal? Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They, oh my gosh. I'm like literally eating a bread from 85 right now. As we <laughs> but yeah, it's so good. There's so good. I highly recommend. <laughs> is it in Riverside or is it in the LA area? Uh um, the one I go to is in Chino Hills, but there's like a lot around SoCal. Um, but yeah, we should definitely go. And you're oh, great. Go down. <laughs> the only place that I frequent there is uh, what is that place called? Ding Tea. Uh, bomb. I love Ding Tea. <laughs> I know it's super good, super good. I've never been until I went to Riverside my first time. Like, <gasps> really? yeah I visited the school and I remember I didn't even get a milk tea because my friend was like you don't know if their creamer is non-dairy creamer and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh you're right so I stuck with the fresh tea but once I officially moved into Riverside and yeah. I went with um the 80 pie girls uh, I yeah like, it's non-dairy girl go get yeah, it yeah it's non-dairy <laughs> and I was like oh <laughs> hell yeah yes isn't there like a seven leaves there now yeah, but there's like, a, yeah, there's a seven yeah. leaves in the university area, like by yes. the and Denny's. Yeah, there's yeah. that. Um, a oh lot of gosh. people say it's overhyped and overpriced, but I don't yeah anything different. Oh my gosh. Personally. Yeah, I think I think I like Ding Tea more. Also, mm -hmm. that seven leaves used to be a Starbucks when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. I know we honestly have like so many Starbucks and I feel like we should have a standalone coffee bean because only coffee bean near yeah. us is on campus. I agree. I agree. I love coffee bean. So bomb. Same. Same. It's honestly my favorite. Okay. I know it's like bubble tea. Like my podcast is like centered around bubble tea in a way, <laughs> but what is your order at coffee bean? I'm curious. At Coffee Bean, um, I love the Malibu Dream. I used to get that all the time. I don't know if you've tried that before. But... No, is that the coffee? No, it's like a little, what is that called? Like a, It's not a Frappuccino because that's Starbucks. Oh, an ice blended? Yes, it's an ice blended. I think it's like strawberry and banana. It's so like juvenile, but like, <laughs> it's so good. No, that sounds really good. I'm... I'm a cookie butter gal like during their season, like their Christmas season I love getting yeah. cookie butter <laughs> so it's good so do you remember when they had the peach green tea I think yes it's like an iced tea or whatever I remember everyone was getting that at coffee bean on campus oh my god it was so good it's so addicting like I went there every single day and I justified it I was like it's only yes. under eight dollars eight dollars for like a drink and a bagel <laughs> and I was like it's only eight dollars it's fine and oh my then gosh. And then my dad was like, where did all your money go? And I'm like, I don't know, dad. I, I really don't know. know. It just disappeared. It's totally fine. <laughs> I know, I know. So on the topic of college, yes. why don't you tell us about your college experience? Like, okay, what did you major in if you had a minor? All that Yes. Stuff. Okay, well, so I went to UC Riverside and I graduated in 2019 um, I was a media and cultural studies major, and I also minored in business administration because I wanted to take all of like the marketing classes, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I like super loved that. 
Um, but yeah, looking back now, I'm happy to say that I definitely had a fulfilling college experience, I guess you can say, which is kind of crazy to say, because like, I think some people can relate when I say this, but like UCR wasn't my first choice. Um, I actually have, we talked about this earlier, but I have a fraternal twin brother. Um, his name is Brian, and I wanted to go to the same university as he did because we're only like one minute apart. I'm one minute older and I will never let that go. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, but yeah, we're super close um, because growing up, it was always like Connie and Brian, you know what I mean? Like literally since the womb of mm-hmm. my mother to like preschool, kindergarten, elementary, junior high, high school, it was literally just me and Brian, you know? And I never got to have like that just Connie moment. And like coming out of high school, I didn't really know like who I was yet, like what I wanted to do with my life. And I feel like that's like the case for a lot of people coming out of high school. Um, But like all I really knew was that I loved like creating. Um, I was passionate about like the art of creation and how um, it can make someone feel something, if that makes sense. (laughs) No, that makes sense. Yeah, um, coming to UCR, I had, like, the opportunity to truly understand, like, the phrase, everything happens for a reason, Um, and I was able to, like, learn that, or have that just Connie moment, and really take advantage of, like, everything that UCR had to offer me, so, yeah. (laughs) That's really cool. I'm glad that you got to experience your just Connie moment, and I'm really (laughs) happy that you shared that story, because a lot of people coming out from high school, they don't know who they are. And if they do have a twin, yeah, they're, um, Mm -hmm. I remember in in my high school, I knew like a pair of twins, a pair of twins or just twins. (laughs) Yeah, that that, um, were honestly so close. And I thought that was super cool. And I think they ended up going to the same school, but regardless, like, I think that's super sweet that people have that special bond with their twin and their sibling. (laughs) super cute so what clubs were you involved in and why did they pique your interest oh my gosh what clubs what clubs weren't I a part of (laughs) I know Um, you were a busy bee I've seen your portfolio (laughs) it was it's crazy I honestly don't know how I did it like now looking back it's kind of crazy but um okay well let's start from like my first year um coming to UCR and like being alone for the first time I knew that I needed like a support system and I know that you felt the same way coming into UCR um like I needed people you know and I was always interested in the idea of like a sorority so I decided to go through formal recruitment and I just fell in love with the woman in Theta Omega chapter of Alpha Delta Pi which I know that you are now in, which is so happy. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I did that all four years. I put on um, some leadership positions. I was public relations chair my first year and then social media chair my second and third year. And then that kind of led me to join Panhellenic exec board. So I was was also the um, VP of public relations, which was also so fun and like it really helped me kind of get to know all of the other Panhellenic sororities on campus which was just so much fun. Um, I was also a part of ASCCR and served as the director of marketing and promotions for my third and fourth year 
um, and leadership in student government was always something that intrigued me. And ASUCR was like such a huge part of like my professional growth. So I'm super thankful for that experience. Um, I also got a job as the marketing assistant for life at UCR, which is like a marketing um, department of undergraduate admissions. And that's where I met my lifelong mentor that I still talk to till this day. And she's definitely shaped me into the marketing professional that I am today. Um, I think that's the gist of my involvement <laughs> at UCR. Well, yeah. that's a lot. And honestly, that's <laughs> That's really awesome that you were able to balance everything out, which honestly leads into my next question is how did you balance your academic life and your social life? Like everyone gets mm -hmm. FOMO, but how do yeah. you deal with it? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I held like one to even like three leadership positions at a time throughout all four years of college. And like the orgs that I was in had like a GPA requirement to not only keep the leadership positions that I had, but even like maintain membership status. So that really helped motivate me to like stay on top of my academics and be like, maybe I shouldn't go out or maybe I shouldn't like leave my apartment to go get boba. Maybe I, sh maybe I should just stay and like work on this paper, you know? Um, and don't get me wrong. There was like so many like all-nighters, and like staying in to write like 10 page papers instead of going out. But it's like definitely a lot of compromising and like sacrifices and like understanding like you're here for and like for an education before anything else. So just keeping that in mind with like all the decisions I made really helped. Um, and also like I used my Google calendar and passion planner like religiously throughout all four years, I seriously would not have survived even a quarter of college without my Google Calendar and Passion Planner. So I highly recommend. I totally yeah. agree with that because I use a Google Calendar and it saves my life. Anytime yeah. a friend is like, oh, do you want to go get drinks or do you want to hang out on this date? I'm like, let mm -hmm. me pull up my schedule and actual yeah. schedule, my Google yes. Calendar. And I'm like, girl, I'm sorry, but I'm booked Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> like I get out at 9 p.m. <laughs> Start yes. at 8 a.m., get out 9 p.m. Oh yeah, no. I would... I would color coordinate everything and I would actually mm -hmm. like share my Google calendar with my friends to see if like we had a gap where we could like meet up for like lunch or something and that was something that also like really helped because everyone is so freaking busy <laughs> at UCR yeah that's really smart um I remember I asked my friends I told them hey can you send me your class schedules because I want to know when it's like the proper time to stalk yeah. you and like bug you exactly <laughs> and they're like all right girl like I'm free during this time I'm like oh look at that I'm free that time yeah. too. I'm gonna call you right now and yes. I love meeting up with friends something that I really miss is just meeting up with friends like on campus uh, yeah, yeah. That was the best Oh, it was so good I actually like shared locations with a lot of like my 80 pie sisters mm -hmm. so when like we saw that like oh this sister is at the hub let's like go like stalk her and say hi mm -hmm. like it was like a whole thing it was so cute wait that is so cute I remember <laughs> um my first quarter my big Maya she was like oh mm -hmm. can I have your location and I was like no that's kind of weird <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Yeah, it is kind of weird, but like it was so normalized that 
in college which is kind of crazy yeah (laughs) and it was actually this summer I was like Maya you know what I think I will give you my location it's like (laughs) yay finally finally and I also have a sorority twin and I also told her I'm like hey I will also give you my location and she was like finally (laughs) it took you almost a year I'm like I know I know because I felt bad and I was like you know what if I get kidnapped, at least they'll know like the general exactly. direction that I'm being taken to. Exactly. And I think that it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. So back on the topic of college, how do you think your college career helped you with your current career? Well, looking back, I can confidently say that every decision that I made in college every leadership position that I decided to take on, every org that I decided to join or like on campus job that I decided to apply for helped me get to the place that I am now in my career. Um, Like I mentioned, like the public relations chair for ADPI was like my first like official leadership position that I took on. And like that position kind of um, opened the doors to like this world of marketing and PR which is something that I found myself like really interested in and like that position led to the social media chair for two years for Pi, and like being on the marketing committee for like three years for Pi, like helped me like understand like all the behind the scenes of what makes like ADPI Pi or what makes this org that org and all of that and that was something that was so intriguing to me um but for like a more professional experience, um, I actually applied for this um, PR social media position for alumni association at UCR. So I got to do all of the um, PR social media for um, the alumni. And that was like more of a professional route of like my career choice. Um, and then after that, I did the director of marketing promotions for ACCR for two years. And that's when I got to um, have the opportunity to kind of hire and lead my own committee, which is also like a um, really great experience that I had that really helped me um, professionally. Um, And then of course I ended it with my um, marketing assistant position with Life at UCR. And my mentor at that time was actually the one that gave me the contact information for the company that I work for today. So it's kind of crazy how that works out because um, my, what's it called? My, what's it like the marketing, what what is it called? Like the alumni um, ADPI members that come in and like help um, the committees at ADPI. What are they called? Um, I'm not sure. Honestly. I totally forgot what they called. Okay, but like mm-hmm. the um, ADPI alumni member for the marketing committee was the one that actually um, gave me the contact for my job at the alumni association because she um, worked there at the time. So like ADPI helped me get that job. And then that job helped me get a CCR position because um, my coworker there um, was a part of ACCR. And then that led to um, me getting my job at Life at UCR. And then that mentor like led to me getting the job that I have today. So like looking back, like these little things and like people that all kind of connected into like one seamless line is kind of like super cool. So yeah, I definitely recommend 
um, for future or like current college students to like really take advantage of everything and everyone um, that your university has to offer because you never know what might happen, you know? <laughs> I agree on that. I believe that your university is your biggest networking. Exactly networking experience and also if you're interested in someone who has already graduated you can contact them and ask them questions mm -hmm. just like how I did with you I'm like this girl this amazing beautiful talented creative oh, soul <laughs> she was an 80 pie and she went mm -hmm. to UCR so I was like I want to text her and text her right now oh. <laughs> so, no I definitely encourage everyone to just reach out to people um people are pretty kind surprisingly well yeah I guess not surprisingly like for me I've noticed that people at UCR are so nice they're so incredibly nice oh, yeah. and they're so willing to help so yes that's that's the thing that I loved about UCR like it was such a community vibe if that makes sense like everyone was kind of there to like help each other out which I didn't see in other campuses um so yeah that was something that I definitely loved I agree like I don't really I didn't feel welcome on any other campus. It kind of felt mm -hmm. like, oh, you have to do your own thing. And mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. you don't succeed, that's kind of on you. But at UCR, the students are like, hey, like, let's do a group me. Let's do a, like, a study date, mm -hmm. get this done. And mm -hmm. e even the professors, like not all of them, of course, but like majority of them, I feel yeah. like they take their time to, you know, add course well not courses but they add little um meetings and discussions on like oh if you need help on something like I can totally help you on that yeah and I just think it's so cool that uh that everything that you said like your AD Pyre ASUCR and mm -hmm. your job there oh and also the life at UCR helped you <laughs> get to where yeah. you are now which is your current career and I think your yeah. current career is fascinating absolutely fascinating <laughs> so why don't oh you go gosh. ahead and tell us about it like of what course work for what do they do what's your profession <laughs> just tell me all the details I want to oh know. my gosh I would love to okay so I currently work for a company called editor media um, and we are a digital marketing agency that specializes in the beauty industry which is so fun um, I am currently the digital media coordinator. So basically what Editor Media does is that we do all of the marketing, social media, PR, all of that for um, the beauty brands that we take on as clients. Um, but we also do influencer management as well, which is something that I like super love as well because um, our agency kind of acts as like the liaison between like the beauty brands and the influencers that are going to help promote those beauty brands so this job definitely has helped me really understand the um, behind the scenes of like the beauty industry and how it works and it's definitely a lot of fun <laughs> that's super cool so I also know you have a YouTube channel and <laughs> I've seen her videos are super cool aesthetic love watching them and so why I mentioned it is because mm -hmm. you did say that you do work behind the scenes and you are mm -hmm. a behind the scenes type of gal at mm -hmm. your job but then you also have YouTube which is more front end of course yeah of course you mm -hmm. do your back end stuff and your mm -hmm. tech stuff behind it all 
but would you ever be interested in the future to be in front of the camera more? Um, yeah, of course. Like, I would love to. But, like, even with, like, my job right now, even though it is a lot of behind the scenes, um, there were a lot of times where I had to be on camera. Mm -hmm. And, like, thankfully, I had, like, my YouTube background to kind of, like, prepare me for that. Because, like, a lot of the times I would be, like, modeling, like, hair stuff or, like, our hair brands for work or, like, doing this on camera, doing that on camera. So, like, definitely I'm comfortable on the camera now <laughs> because of all of that experience but yeah I would love to like go back and like I don't know make YouTube videos again because I loved vlogging and yeah that was something that I was really interested in and loved because I love documenting everything in my life like everyone in my life knows that like I film everything I like snapchat record everything and people are like god I can put your phone down I'm like I can't I need to do this for my vlog but <laughs> yeah I would love to I really like that because I'm the type of person that likes to record everything as well because yeah every moment in your life is a special moment in a way I agree and it's just capturing those little snippets of your life is super cool and super cute to look back on and to yeah. your kids and your current family members exactly and just sharing your experience is like super special and yeah I highly, highly recommend people to maybe try and pick it up and maybe look back on it. And yeah. I love doing that. I used to only do vlogs for like travel vlogs when I like mm -hmm. travel to somewhere. Um, but it's like so cool looking back on it and be like, oh my God, I did that. Like that was so much fun. It's like a, a video diary entry. You know what I mean? It's so fun. Yeah, no, I <laughs> totally understand what you mean. So yeah. During your job, have you met any interesting people? Like, what is your top three favorite moments in your job that oh, happened? Okay, let's go back on memory lane. Okay. <laughs> um, so one of my very first in this industry events that I got to attend as an intern when I was interning for the agency that I now work for um, was VidCon which oh my gosh I don't know about you but I was like obsessed with VidCon growing up like mm -hmm. I was such a YouTube person like my goal like I wanted to go to VidCon like that was like my thing like that was one of my like top 10 bucket list like things like I wanted to be there um but I got to attend a VidCon after party which is like something I didn't even like realize was a thing or like something that I could even be a part of like it was like this very far away thing that I couldn't really grasp, right? But um, I saw David Dobrik. Oh my God, I saw like Tana Mojo, Best Dressed. Like everyone that I watched on YouTube growing up were suddenly in like the same room as me, which was like a surreal kind of moment. I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Like the mm -hmm. vlog squad is like, like walking past me. And I'm like, the vlog squad, you're so I'm cute. literally, I'm just standing there. Like, I have no idea how I got here, but like, I'm here. Um, also, fun fact, I ran into my big, my 80 pie big at the same event. No way. She was, yeah, which is crazy. She was um, working for FBE, which is Fine Brothers Entertainment. Um, at the time, they're like the YouTube people that do like um, kids react and like YouTubers react. I don't know if you've, seen those videos on YouTube yeah but... I have I have <laughs> <laughs> yeah she saw like my insta stories and she's like are you serious where are you right now and I'm like 
what? She's like, turn around. She was there. It was, it was the whole thing. It was crazy. That's super cool. So yeah. did you end up talking to any of them or were you just kind of like a guest there? Well, not a guest, um, like a participant, just like moving through it, the crowds. <laughs> so the environment, okay. It was like an after party. So it was at like a club. So it wasn't oh, like a, okay. yeah, it was kind of like everyone was kind of doing their own thing. Like the really like, like, I don't know, I don't want to say like A-list, but like, <laughs> like the really like popular YouTubers were like upstairs and like this little VIP. I just said like, hi, and like, love your video. <laughs> so that's like all I could really say. Cause like, I didn't really know anyone or like knew what I was doing at that time. So I was like, just happy to be there, you know? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so cool though. Like I've never met any per like anyone on YouTube except for you, I guess. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it's crazy. Still so crazy. <laughs> so now that um 2020 happened, like the global pandemic and everything, mm-hmm. has your work day or y- your work life has it changed in any way? Like are you completely remote? Do you go in person at the studio? If you guys have a studio, I'm I'm not sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's definitely has gotten more remote because of COVID and everything, which is completely fine because a lot of the work that I do do can be done remotely. However, um, we have to do a lot of like shoots for our brands. So we do have a studio, um, in OC that we go to at least once a week and that's where we just like nine to like even like 7 p.m we just like content 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 like we're shooting with models we're like doing all like the whole nine yards for that um one day um but yeah mostly I'm just doing like all of my editing remotely and answering emails working on marketing plans and all of that fun stuff but um yeah not every day is the same which is something that I love and something that I needed um because I get bored pretty easily and I want something that's going to like keep me on my toes and like um keep me motivated and like don't get me wrong it's super stressful to do that but I love it so much (laughs) I'm really glad that you like enjoy it because it does seem like a very hectic job and I remember Mm -hmm. you telling me the last time we spoke that you had um, that job or you had to work at the American Influencer Awards? <laughs> yes. So tell oh me more gosh. about that. Cause I remember you told me like by the end of the day you were happily exhausted. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Well, American Influencer Awards is one of our clients um, which is like this huge award show that kind of celebrates not only like the influencers and celebs on camera but like the people behind the scenes making up the beauty industry. So like we're talking celebrity hairstylists, celebrity nail artists, like makeup artists, fashion designers. Like I got to meet like the nail tech that does all the Kardashians nails. I got to like meet hairstylists for Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian, the makeup artist for Kim Kardashian. It's like this whole like world that makes up the beauty industry. And like, that's like what the American Influencer Awards kind of celebrates, which I think is just so amazing. and this past year, um, it was hosted at the Dolby Theater in West Hollywood, which is like where the Oscars is at, which is insane. Like I was literally backstage running around like a crazy psychopath. Like <laughs> I got to um, meet Kim Kardashian, which was insane. So Weedy was there to perform. I ran around the Dolby Theater trying to find like wig glue 
for tyra banks like it's literally like it's so hectic to the point where like i don't have time to like kind of process like what exactly is happening <laughs> so that at like the end of the day because of course you have to like stay professional and like not freak out and like you know be like seem like you're being starstruck because like again like I'm in a professional setting like I should be like you know I'm on like working so like I have to stay you know calm and collected and cool <laughs> but I feel like that on top of everything else makes it so that like at the end of the day when everything is done it's like you're coming off from this like huge high and like you're just so exhausted but like so happy and then so like it's everything's like so surreal and it's just like what just happened like what like what is this right and then you just knock out and you just don't wake up until 5 p.m the next day so like, oh my goodness <laughs> like, yeah it like sounds like a things. very busy day so I would totally not wake up until 5 p.m as well like I totally get that yeah but that is super cool that you got to meet all these like big name people that's amazing yeah. like oh my gosh it's crazy. were they nice to you I'm curious oh my goodness okay well a lot of them were definitely so nice which is like so relieving because like I'm always mm-hmm. like oh my god like what do I like what do I say like how am I supposed to act like I hope they like me I hope like they acknowledge me um but like I don't know the one person though like Tyra Banks for an example um she was with like her whole team and she didn't really like speak to anyone but the people in her team which I get because like she's like queen like it's fine you literally do not have to like notice me it's fine it's so fine like I'm here (laughs) like I'll help you it's fine but yeah so far like I don't really I didn't really have like a negative experience with anyone that I met which I'm very thankful for but (laughs) That's really yeah. good because you hear online all these stories and instances that people do meet these celebrities or influencers and they don't have a pleasant interaction. But I'm glad mm-hmm. that you did. Like, that's good because yeah. it is your niche and your industry and you yeah. do want to feel welcome in your industry. Yes, yes. I'm very thankful <laughs> that and I hope like no one is mean later on in the future, but fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> So since working for a social media company, do you feel that you have more or less privacy? Like, do you feel like people are watching you so intently that it's almost intrusive? Or do you stay away from the camera enough to be able to keep your personal life private? Oh, wow. That is such a great question. Um, I don't think like my personal privacy has really been affected too much I think because like um because again I'm doing most of like the behind the scenes stuff even though I am on camera sometimes like I don't know it doesn't really phase me because like I've always been the type of person to like overshare (laughs) um which I'm like comfortable with so I don't think like my privacy has been that big of an issue but yeah (laughs) Okay, that's great. I'm yeah. I'm happy that you're able to keep your life private. So yay. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. so for your work life and your personal life, do you mm-hmm. sometimes think that someone's life is their work? And do you think mm. this applies to you? Because I know oh. for my dad, he's always like, I only work mm-hmm. to live and live to work. And I know that's such a Bay Area mentality because not only my dad has said that, but my friends' parents have said that too. Yeah. So I'm curious, does that apply to you as well? Honestly, yeah. Because like, um, like my lifestyle and everything, I made it so that like, 
um, what I was like passionate about. I'm just like super lucky to be in a position where I get to be able to do something that I like really love and like am fairly good at as like a profession and as like a career choice. Um, so yeah, I would say that like my work is pretty much my life and especially the stuff that I do for work. It's it's the lifestyle for sure because you're literally on your phone or you're on some sort of technological device every single moment like um, checking this, checking that and like social media and everything and marketing is like your kind of your life and it's like all you know, it's like your world, you know? But like, I don't think it's like a bad thing. Like I think, you know, my work is my life. My life is my work and it's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm really happy to hear that because sometimes yeah. I hear people uh, or not even people, just stories of how people just don't really enjoy their job and they kind of just mm. go through the motions every day. But I'm happy to hear that you actually enjoy your job in in social yeah. media. So that's good. That's great to hear. And as a woman <laughs> in media, do you feel pressured to look mm-hmm. and act a certain way? Like everyone has their insecurities, whether it be mm-hmm. their appearance, their mm-hmm. appearance, <laughs> appearance, mm-hmm. their knowledge skill sets mm-hmm. has working in media heightened any insecurities or diminished mm. them oh my goodness well absolutely I mean <laughs> I feel like being a woman in any industry is hard because like oh my gosh you know um I mean in my case when like working with influencers and celebrities and beauty brands I often like catch myself thinking like how should I act like how should I talk? Like, I hope they like me. Like, I hope they like respect me enough to like talk to me and take me seriously. And like, I don't know. I feel like everyone is like kind of chasing this idea of like beauty, but like, what even is that? You know what I mean? But like, I don't know, being in the beauty industry while trying to kind of like separate myself from like the ideal beauty standard, whatever that may be, is hard sometimes. But I've learned that it's important to kind of separate myself from that and kind of strive to be the good in everything. And at the end of the day, I kind of realized that everyone in the industry and the beauty industry is like an entrepreneur at heart. And it's really inspiring more than anything. Um, But like with insecurities, with like knowledge and skill set and everything, like I may seem like I have everything together on the outside, like on my IG, but that is like so far from the reality because I have imposter syndrome just like anyone else in this world. But yeah, like I doubt myself at least like 15 times a week. And like, <laughs> I'm like, am I good enough? Am I qualified? Like my love language is actually words of affirmation. So like I find myself always kind of seeking validation from people, but I'm slowly learning that like, no you should be seeking you should be finding that validation within yourself and not seek it from other people which is something that I'm still learning as we speak but like as I like grow and like um, learn more things I just kind of realize that I have to like accept the fact that no matter what no matter what industry you're in no matter what you're doing there's always going to be someone that's going to know more than you there's always going to be someone that X, Y, and Z more than you, but that doesn't mean you should like give up, you know? Like I've learned to kind of separate my own personal story from another person's and kind of have someone else's like 
accomplishments motivate me rather than put me down and like go into this like dark pit of comparison, which is, I know something so easy for all of us to do. Um, because at the end of the day, everyone's journey and like timeline is unique to your own personal like set of life experiences. And I think that's beautiful. And that's something that should be inspiring and motivating than like um, something that should put you into this like comparison mindset. <laughs> that's very well said, honestly. I am so happy that you shared that with me as I feel like you are very correct on the fact <laughs> that everyone experiences imposter syndrome and has insecurities within their mm -hmm. job field. Like me as a woman in tech, yeah. I'm always mm -hmm. doubting myself like 15 times a day, just like you. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, do I know this well enough? Will my team, whether mm -hmm. that team may be, may be male dominated or a diverse set of people like it doesn't matter exactly. um I still feel like oh my goodness like what can I contribute to this team like and if I can't mm -hmm. measure up to what they want oh no like then yeah valuable so I totally mm -hmm. get that it's just having that um that inside insecurity I, of yeah. just can I perform to their standards? Am I able mm -hmm. to continue on with what I'm doing? Because I'm passionate about it. And exactly. I just hope it shows, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I totally and, I, that. I, and I feel like I was always like scared to admit that like I didn't know something. Cause it's like, oh my gosh, the moment or the second that I un like admit to the fact that I don't know something, it's like, oh my gosh, that automatically means I'm in invaluable. And there's automatically going to be someone that like will know that and will replace me or stuff like that. And I feel like it's, you have to be in a mindset where you kind of understand that it's okay to not know every single thing because we are growing creatures. We are ever evolving and it's okay to like not know something. And like, it's okay to ask questions and ask for help when you need it. Um, but yeah, that's something that I'm definitely still learning, but we're getting there. <laughs> Same. I am like yeah. the worst with asking questions. I remember growing up, I never really had to get tutored or anything. Like I always had good grades and stuff like yeah. that. And I remember going to college. I was telling my dad, he was a civil engineer back in the Philippines. And since I was mm. going into engineering, I would talk to him about my classes and stuff. And I'd tell mm. him, dad, like this calculus course, it ain't it. Like <laughs> I'm being slaughtered right now. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just don't get it. And yeah. My dad is one of those few lucky people who just gets everything automatically. Like math is like breathing to him. Like he, he himself. Cannot relate. <laughs> right. He himself is a calculator. And, oh my God. Um, and so for me being terrible at math, and I know a lot of people are just like, well, you're computer science. You should be good at math. No, no I'm not. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. And so yeah. his advice was like, you should just know it like just read the book no sir it doesn't work like that yeah and it doesn't work and I know it's not like I don't view those types of advice to be invalid I guess or not helpful because that's what's helpful to them and so they're just telling me what was helpful to them but since everyone does work differently like 
I was so afraid of asking for help because all my life, it's just like, why would you ask for help when you can just teach yourself? Why would you go ask? And Mm -hmm. like, maybe it's just that Asian mentality that he has, or maybe it's just a him mentality, (laughs) but it was low key, not help, not low key. It was not helpful Yeah, because I did need to go ask, you know, for help. And back to what you said, don't be scared to ask for help. That's super true because at Mm -hmm. one point we didn't know how to use a spoon. It's okay to not know. And Mm -hmm. we had to ask mommy and daddy for help. And when you're at your job, like obviously your boss isn't your mom and dad, but you know, don't be afraid to ask them or your other supervisors or managers say, Hey, I'm sorry to disturb you or anything about, I generally don't know what Mm -hmm. to do, but Mm -hmm. Once I do know what to do, I will perform to the, to the best of my ability. And most of the times you totally will. Exactly. Especially if you're passionate about your work. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, amen to that, sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Connie. So <laughs> do you have any final thoughts, any final advice, tips and tricks for people who want to be in media or just current college students? Oh, oh my goodness. Let's see. I would say with whatever you do, whether that be in academics and college and career-wise or whatever, just give it all you got, put everything into it and put yourself out there. Like just be, have the bravery and have the confidence, even if you don't have it, just fake it till you make it. Cause at one point you will make it and everything will be fine. Stop stressing, you're gonna be okay. And yeah. I love that. That's mm-hmm. kind of like manis- manifestation. Oh my God. I can't yes. say the word. Yeah. Yes, that manifestation. Word. <laughs> yeah, you that got to manifest the things you want. That's very true. Thank you, Connie, so much. Like I loved our conversation. Hi. It's always so much fun to talk to you. And honestly, thank you for just giving me a little sneak peek into your life, into the media world, because for me, I will be in tech, but not like Mm -hmm. on like the social part, or at least not yet. Who knows? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Manifest it, girl. Exactly. (laughs) Social media really does interest me, but like the back end stuff, I'm like, oh my God, how do they create stuff? Just like how you're so Mm -hmm. involved in the back end stuff of social media that is what interests Mm -hmm. me because you get to pull apart the the entity that is the beauty industry and I think that's super cool yes you're onto great like onto big girl things oh my goodness well thank you so much for having me I had so much fun you are just an absolute doll to talk to oh my god you're so sweet good luck with everything (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much so that's the end of the episode I hope you guys enjoyed it I know that I did And honestly, I hope sometime in the near future, me and Connie will be able to meet up because she's such a joy to talk to. And I just want to like actually hang out with her in person. And maybe the next time I'm in SoCal, that might be a possibility. Who knows? I will definitely keep you guys updated. Um, Other than that, I hope you guys are safe and doing well. And One last thing before we go, I want to say thank you once again and sorry once again, Connie. 
I hope you all enjoyed the episode and I'll see you guys soon. Hopefully, I will keep y'all updated. Bye!